The following resources presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. Welcome to A Counselor's Point of View. Hi, my name is Steve Finney, and I will be your host. Today's topic is Men, Morality, and Cultural Identity, Part 2. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoy our show. The only way to destroy the gospel of Jesus Christ in a given society is to destroy the children. It's the only way. Satan does not care about you. How pretty you are, ugly you are, rich you are, or poor you are. He could care less. But your children make a very pleasant meal. You know, there was a day, there's even a Bible verse about it, but there was a day when a man could not be with a woman when he was getting ready to go to battle. Nowadays, you know, they can't wait to get that break to run into town, you know, to toss a few and then, you know, buy a prostitute and, you know, get a few uh, diseases and then get back to camp. You know? But early, I'm talking early warriors, you saved your vigor for the battlefield. You know what I think the Bible is saying, God is saying in the word with that? This is what I believe. I believe God knows how we're made with vigor. And I believe that that sexual vigor creates a passion in a man to be strong and full of convictions and to stand and to lead and to suffer. That's why guys like Paul or eunuchs, they use every droplet of vigor for the gospel. Beat me. And I'm going to keep telling the message. Whip me with those Jewish whips and I'm going to keep telling the message. Spit on me. Curse me. Do what you got to do, but I'm going to keep telling the message. Because their youthful vigor is going to one passion. So just keep that in mind as we start talking about the society thing now. Here's another quote by Elizabeth Elliot I just love to death. Radical feminism has blurred the distinction between the sexes, leaving many men and women today stranded in regard to forming their own ideas or their own perspective of sex roles. Now, what would happen if I went, would have uh, got a quote from a guy Thank God for Elizabeth Elliot. I need lady quotes on a very regular basis. Because what would happen is it would automatically be assumed when you would read something like this, and down here we have, you know, Paul Nobody or whatever. I don't mean to say you're not a somebody, Paul, but actually you are nobody because Galatians 6, 3 sitting. But if a guy says this, what's, what's, what's typically what the guy gets accused of? Male chauvinism. Not honoring women. 
Do you know that feminism is the most disrespecting group in our society towards women? And most men re- respond to their watch on television or reading in the paper, whatever, you know, feminist group with their picket signs or whatever. I call them vapors with, with picket signs. <laughs> anyone, male or female, I think they're just birds walking around with a sign. All that's happening with feminism is destroying a God-given role that God wants protected. So when guys are watching this on television or reading about it in the paper, most guys just blow it off. It's just a strange thing to me. The very few guys agree with the feminist agenda. But for some reason, very few guys do anything about it. They have them in their home. Do you know the Bible says that it's a horrid thing to live in a house with a contentious woman? How many of you guys know what it feels like? I'm not saying your wife is contentious, but you know what it feels like to be in the presence of a contentious woman. It is a horrid thing. But you know what? This is not a lady bashing evening. This is a spanking night for the guy. In fact, the same thing that Elizabeth Elliot does accomplish in her writings... I'm praying that gets accomplished after tonight. That we're able to look at any kind of ism is destructive. It wears you down. But it's always building something else up. That is normal warfare. Wear them down to build something up. Well, a lot of guys know they're being worn down, but they have no clue what's being built up around them. Well, you're going to see here tonight, hopefully. Interesting uh, facts I I, uh, want to show you tonight, a couple of them anyway. 1942, over 95% of the American men encouraged their, their wives to be workers at home. This is not very long ago. Now, you, you younger guys may think, boy, 42, whew, that was a long time ago. It's one generation ago. 1942, the roles of man and woman were still intact. Totally. Just one generation. You know how many generations we've had since Adam and Eve? Quite a few. And it stayed intact up to 1942. Right around in that, that time period, something really began to change. Some blame it on the Industrial Revolution. And I would probably give that a lot of credit. But there's something else that happened in 1940s. And I think you know what it is. In 2004, over 95% of the American men encouraged their wives to be workers outside the home. Fight every married man stand in here tonight. And then had all the sit down that have ever uh, put their wife to work outside the home 
the odds are very few guys would be standing. So the question is, what about the children? The only way to destroy the gospel of Jesus Christ in a given society is to destroy the children. It's the only way. Satan does not care about you. How pretty you are, ugly you are, rich you are, or poor you are. He could care less. But your children make a very pleasant meal. That is the next society. The result is the world has successfully rearranged history, psychology, mythology, sociology, and even theology to suit the spirit of the age, and that is humanism. As also an Elizabeth Elliot quote. It's powerful because it's the absolute truth. You see, as an educator, you know, I've always gone to school. You know, now I'm on my second doctorate. I don't know why I'm doing it, but I am. I just love learning. And as I sit back and I listen, I watch, I listen, I watch, you know, all this educational stuff. And people, they're like little eaglets, you know, with their, their mouths, they're moving, and this crap's being thrown at them. I mean, it's garbage. It's just garbage. I mean, it was, I, oftentimes I've sat through some of this stuff and I go, what, what part of this did they not get? That this is stupidity. And they're just like, in this glassy-eyed days, they're like, and sucking in all this humanistic history, humanistic psychology, humanistic uh, mythology, heroes from the past, other words, and, and our society, and the Bible. That's why I about threw up when they came out with this new Bible that took the he out of all of the references. What are they calling them? Shem? She and him? You know? How far are we going to go to neutralize this war of the sexes? Good question. Here's the original design, guys. <clears throat> right here. You have... God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. It's called the us in the Hebrew. Capital U, capital S. They're all one. But they each have their own role. How many have heard that God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are all one? Okay. But... Each of them had their role that they had to play. You see, my wife and I, we are one. No question. But we have different roles. My children, we are one with them. They are our one flesh. Do you understand that? That is actually the Hebrew idea of one flesh. It's what comes out of her flesh in mine. One flesh is standing in front of you. We're all one. 
But we all have different roles. Can you imagine my children walking around telling me what to do? Hello! It's not to happen. But you know what? For some reason with guys, about six months, eight months of that, guy kicks back and lets it happen. I don't get it. Then they come in for counseling and they're willing to go through 12 years of therapy on figuring out why their kid is, is, is psychologically disruptive and, and can't get the grades and, you know, is, is experiencing catatonic schizophrenia. And the, the labels go on and on. ADD, ODD, PDD, you know, they go on and on. 30% of the men in this room have already been labeled with ADD. I think that's funny. I do. Because there's something else going on inside your soul. And it's not adult tension deficit disorder. When I was working on my BA in Colorado, I was on the team that came up with the label ADD. I could tell you things that's embarrassing. It's a joke. It's a self-diagnosed joke. Well, you know... Those labels have to become a part of society. So the labels that God has ordained will not. You don't get rid of a label and not have a label. You always have to have a label. Always. You don't get rid of an identity and not have one. You always have one. You've been listening to Men, Morality, and Cultural Identity, with a special focus upon a man's identity in Christ Jesus. This series is uh, really profound when it comes to a person understanding true victory and true freedom. We are so appreciative of you joining us for this broadcast. If you would like a a uh, full copy of this message, please log on to our website and and click on the Resource Center. Scroll down until you see the CD titled Men in Morality. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to our next broadcast with you. This resource has been presented by the Counseling and Conference Services of IOM America. For more information about our ministries, visit us online at iomamerica.org. That's iomamerica.org.